Hey everyone, welcome back to Life 101. This is Tyler, and my post this week is The Art and Science of Good Questions. I'm sure that you listeners know how to ask questions, but do you know how to ask good questions? Knowing the art and science of question asking will allow you to build deep relationships, enjoy acquaintances, or at minimum make awkward encounters less awkward. Have you ever been to a party and not known anyone? What did you do? If I had to guess, I bet you joined a small circle of people and quickly made everyone feel completely at ease. Or maybe you wound up in an interesting one-on-one for the better part of an hour and came out with a new friend, or business partner, significant other, etc. Or, have you ever looked around at the people you see every day and realized that you don't have anything to talk about anymore? I suspect you probably whipped out a question that made people feel like they could dream again. But, on the off chance either of those things didn't happen, feel free to listen ahead like everyone else. As I just explained, there are plenty of good reasons to ask questions, but I recommend that you do it to make people feel valued. Everyone is insecure in some way or another, so let people know you really care about them. People can pick up on this good vibe, and it will work wonders for you and the people you meet. There are two types of responses you'll receive from a question, dry information or emotional response. Most talk you hear around you falls into the first category. Examples of questions that merit dry information include, where are you from, or what did you do today? If you could find the answer to your question through a Google search, then your questions probably won't do too much to deepen the relationship. However, these kind of questions aren't bad in and of themselves, because if you go straight to the good stuff too fast, you'll freak people out. What we really want is to give people the opportunity to share their passions. Ideally, you can then share something that you're stoked about, and if you create a connection over anything that gets both of you pumped, you'll have a good time and have made a new solid connection. So without further ado, here are a list of questions that I found work very well for creating connections. The first category are questions for people that you don't know or don't know well. This could be a stranger, an acquaintance, or a new coworker. The first question is, if you had all the connections you needed, all the resources, and all the funding, what would your dream job be? Number two, what's a risk you would like to take in life? Number three, who are your heroes? Number four, if you could start any kind of business, what would you start? And number five, what really gets you excited? What is it that gets you going through the day? Obviously, you should ask some get-to-know-you questions before you try and land one of these guys in a conversation, but I trust you'll figure it out. You're smart. Once you've asked a good question that causes their eyes to glow, stay there and just ask follow-up questions. For example, if you ask someone what their dream job is, and they tell you that they really want to start a nonprofit that works with orphans in the Sudan, you could then follow up with questions like, how long have you been interested in Sudan? Or, what sparked your interest in working with orphans? The second category of questions are for people you know. This could be a friend, roommate, spouse, significant other, or coworker that you see fairly often. You can use the above questions for these people as well, but these are questions that you can reuse on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis. Question number one. What's been a highlight for you in the past week? 
or the past month. Question number two. What's something you're looking forward to in the next few months? How was your day? I know this question seems very simple, but you'd be surprised how just asking this opens up a conversation, and using a few good follow-up questions can really lead into some good conversation territory. Question four. What's one thing that happened to you today that I wouldn't know about because I wasn't there? Question five. What's something you've been thinking about recently that you haven't had a chance to share with anyone? The final category are groups of people. I don't actually have any new questions, as you can reuse the questions above, especially the questions for people you don't know, uh, but want to explain how to, how to use these questions for a group. This could be for a study group you're facilitating, a family holiday, or a group of people talking at a party. The idea is to have everyone in the group share a little something. If the conversation takes another turn, let it flow for a while, but I recommend eventually leading people back to the question so that everyone gets a chance to answer. Uh, it'll make people feel more valued that way. Lastly, I've got a few other question tips. One is I recommend not using big open-ended questions. They can be tough. For example, where do you want to eat is incredibly overwhelming because there are so many options. A better choice would be, would you rather eat at Chipotle, Chick-fil-A, Twisted Root, or somewhere else? It gives the question natural handrails, while also giving the person space to suggest something else. Most people can't tell what they want until they have options to compare it to. Another recommendation is not to ask about favorites. For example, what is your favorite book? When you hear this, you have to think of all the books you've ever read and then figure out which one is number one, which takes forever and causes the person to feel awkward because the conversation seems to have stalled. But if I ask instead, what is one book you've enjoyed lately, the pressure is off and you can simply tell me about a book you've enjoyed recently without the pressure of making it your favorite book ever. I also recommend not asking simple yes-no questions as they reduce the space you give the other person to respond. For example, instead of asking, did you think that the new Star Wars movie was good? You could ask, what did you think about Rogue One? A few other tips. I try to keep conversations positive, not because I want to ignore hard things, but because I want people to enjoy being around me. Nobody likes complainers. If someone is asking you good questions, then you should reciprocate those questions. Don't just talk about yourself. If people don't respond well to a deeper question you've asked, don't be offended. They're probably just feeling insecure or vulnerable. And if you can't think of a question, then ask the question you would want to answer. Well, I hope this was helpful, uh, but to make sure you actually learn something, try to use one of these questions in the next 15 to 30 minutes. Best of luck, and I'll talk to you soon.